Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Nate Wild, and let's take a quick look at Nate. Come here, girl, party with me. You know it's gonna be a wild night. So wild. Move that body to the melody. Show you how to live the wild life. Come here, girl, party with me. Party with me. You know it's gonna be a wild night. Ladies Man. and gentlemen, welcome to Human Highlight Reel, Nate Wild. What's up, guys? Man, I need to update that highlight video for sure. It was yeah. posted a year ago, but those videos are like two years old. Yeah, and when the speed of internet technology is like two years is like forever. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, I mean, dude, uh, I guess we met each other roughly three years ago or so. Yeah. Uh, first at KLT, uh, you've been a hell of a worker ever since I've known you. Uh, both good backstage. It, it, it's hard. We talk about this business, and uh, I'm really picky, and I want somebody's genuine on my podcast. And you've been one of the guys that's always been a great guy to talk to uh behind the stage if we you know had questions you know you're glad to answer them uh and do just a killer worker in the ring i can't tell you uh watching you and some of the stuff you do dude I, it's, it makes me wish that i was your your body weight could do some of the things you could do <laughs> i appreciate that man it's it takes a toll on your body for sure running that fast i'm not going to be able to do it forever that's for sure Man, that that down that drop kick off the top that that for sure is weighing on me right now. Yeah, yeah. I watched from since the first time I watched you hit that, I was like, man, that's amazing. And 
my daughter was actually, she said something one time, because I had two moves I was like in wrestling that I really thought I'd love to do. And the, the drop kick off the top, and every time I watched you do it, I was like, yeah, I don't want to take that bump. I really don't. I was like nobody. I was like nobody wants to see a two hundred forty pound man jump and take that bump. <laughs> nah, it's a hard one because you come down right right above your or not on your neck, but right there at your on your shoulders, man. That's like uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk, you know, he's been doing that leg drop forever, and then finally he had to go and have that back surgery. So like you, as long you do that move every weekend for. I don't know, 30 plus years, it's going, it's going to take a toll on you for sure. I ain't looking forward to that. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's crazy to think, uh, you mentioned that. And for those you don't know, that's the sing- the Hulk Hogan leg drop uh-huh. is the most famous finisher in wrestling history. Really? Yeah. <laughs> most people could tell you that that was his finisher, even if they didn't watch wrestling. Uh-huh. And so that, that that's pretty impressive legacy to leave behind. Um, to be for people that don't even follow our sport to know that's how you want a match. Yeah, and back uh, then it was so simple. That's how it took a leg drop to to put them down. You know, back then nowadays it's totally different. You can hit four leg drops in a row. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or you can be on the EW and hit them with four Canadian destroyers, and then Pop they still kick out. Feet. Yeah, double <laughs> Canadian destroyer, pop back on your feet, super kick the guy that just k- dropped you on your head. <laughs> the pile driver that was uh that was banned in wrestling and pro wrestling for like the longest. I don't know if it still is in some places, but it, I mean, because it was just, I mean, you're dropping somebody on their head, and if you don't protect them in your thigh area, you're gonna they're gonna drop on their head. So yeah, yeah. like I just don't I don't know that's that time. The new new generation of wrestling, it's cool, but it confuses me with that Canadian pop out. Yeah, no selling the hell out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's I we all to talk about. I watched um, the latest injury. I can't remember uh, which kid it was that got injured. That the the ladder thing in AEW where they did the he tried to do the Canadian story off the ladder outside the ring and he broke his leg, and that was here recently. I mean, it's, it was incredibly dangerous. So, like, I don't understand the idea of because you keep escalating the level of violence to get a crowd's pop, eventually you're not going to be able to get there anymore. Yeah. You've just went too far. Um, and I think I think AEW is starting to see that. I did notice they have a um, press release that they did actually. Now there's certain moves, and the pile driver is one of them, that they have to be consulted with the back uh, – the office before they performed that move in a match. Yeah. Uh, but there's several, I guess they're having way too many injuries come in and they just can't do it. Yeah. It's a dangerous move. Um, I've learned to uh, protect myself on that because you want to, you want to try to rely on the, on your opponent to protect you when you're going down. But man, I will, I'll put my hands up and I'll literally spring myself off just in case they don't, you know, do the proper thing. But uh, I've had I've had a lot of cases where I've been dropped on my head with that Canadian because I you would think that their thighs are thick enough to protect you going down, but it ain't. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. but man, it's that Canadian is uh, and destroyer pile driver. That's that's one of the I don't know. Pete, who started that? Petey Williams. Petey Williams, I remember, but I'm sure he probably got it from someone else. And yeah. you know how wrestling is. There's. 
there's uh we all steal each other's moves whenever possible <laughs> yeah. and be like hey that looks cool let me try to make it my own real quick <laughs> exactly exactly so um what you got coming up this weekend where are you working uh this weekend is uh renegade championship wrestling's uh i think it's their 30th 40th something like that. It's, the, it's one of their big anniversary shows uh I'll be there i'll be down there i'm supposed to be wrestling i am scheduled to wrestle ethan cage my tag my old tag partner but um we'll see if he shows up because every time he seems to show up he wants to turn on me or hit me from behind when i'm not looking or something like that something shady so i, I expect something shady to happen this weekend yeah, and I know that's kind of, I mean, we've all had those friends and they stick the knife in your back and that just, that changes a man. I mean, you feel, you feel completely different. You, you're not the same afterwards. No, because uh, we, we were tagging for six, we've been friends for eight plus years, tagged for six years. And we were, we wrestled at KLT for two plus years, man, trying to make it to the top. We went through tag tournament after tag tournament. And finally got those tag titles, and we didn't even have them a month before he um, before we lost them, and he decided to turn his back on me after that. So like, I don't know, man. I, sometimes, uh, what's that? What's that old saying? All good things always come to an end. Something. Yeah. You yeah. Absolutely. That? But yeah, I don't know. But but look at this. I mean, uh, you got a you already had a. Uh, killer singles career sitting there now you can really pursue that yeah that's so, what yeah that's what i feel like i'm gonna i'm gonna watch you always need some time alone time alone to uh focus on yourself and i feel like that right now is my opportunity to do that yeah but, absolutely so how long have you been wrestling uh, my debut match uh, was February uh, February twenty seventh of two thousand and fourteen. It was in McDonald, Tennessee, and uh, it was uh, <laughs> it was actually uh, against my stepmom. My stepmom is Miranda Rots. Uh, she wrestles as well. Um, but I, all my life, I've always wanted my dad to be my very first match. But it ended up being my stepmom. That's it's crazy. <laughs> well, it is. That is quite a story. Yeah. So. So now we, we we've got to ask because everybody's sitting here thinking right now. I've got to ask this question: <laughs> Did your stepmom win or did you win? Uh, she won. She definitely she, won. She won. She was the heel in that scenario, and I was uh, under a mask. I'm not going to name my. I'm not going to tell you what my what my name was because it's kind of inappropriate. I don't know if I can even say it on there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so. it's kind of inappropriate. But uh, but yeah. It's, um, the French, and then if you can get my gesture, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll call you the French tickler. Yeah, that's what it yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, we can uh, we can we can say that we can say that too. Uh, yeah, the French tickler was my very so. first gimmick. It was just a made up thing. Somebody, uh, a woman canceled, and they needed a they needed somebody to get under a mask and play as a woman, so I or a gay person. So I did, and then. Uh, that was I was training. I see. I trained uh, for a year and a half, and that was that was about the year mark of my training right there. So uh, about I want to say about a month and a half or a month later, I debuted as Nate Wild, but and then eventually came Nathaniel Wild. But 
try to be taken more serious. Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, I should have asked you that because I think I I listed you as Nate Wild, and um, and I probably should have asked you if you were actually going by Nathaniel or Nate. So yeah, I apologize uh, for that. Oh, you're good. Uh, a lot of people, uh, I see it. A lot of people will like announce me as Nate Wild. It's just it's been Nate Wild for for nine years, and here recently, I, I don't know. Nate Wild sounds like a little kid, kind of. You hear Nate Wild, you're like, that's a little kid. But Nathaniel Wild, it sounds more, I don't know, sophisticated in a way. I don't know. It kind of sounds more official. And then um, I started making these highlight reels, and somebody gave me the idea of coming up with that gimmick. It was like, hey, you should be the highlight reel Nathaniel Wild. I was like, you're not only you, – you don't only make these highlight reels. You are the highlight reel of whatever show, you know, and all that stuff. So I was like – Mm-hmm. I I'd, actually, I'd agree. Uh, I love watching your reels. I love watching your match. Some of the moves you pull off, and I, I'm a big believer. Uh, I mean, you saw myself. I getting yourself over is up to the individual wrestler. You got to take your time, invest in yourself. If you're not doing your videos, you're not doing your pictures. You know, mm-hmm. letting the letting the fans know exactly who you are. Then you're not doing yourself any justice in this business at all. Yeah. Uh, so, so I do appreciate when I see someone that's just like me that's slamming in there and put, putting in the work, making sure they get their highlight reels out there. They're providing to their fans what they want. Right. Um, so, not just showing up on Saturday and throwing on their tights and expecting, you know, everyone just to come out and love on them because that's all they did for the, the they run out there for 15 minutes once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I often said, and I posted this earlier today, there's a lot of guys in this business that can spend a little less time working around the ring and a little bit more on the microphone. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, I do love that. Uh, speaking of, um, man, uh, who broke you into the business? Like, so you said, we may have actually each other. Your, your father actually trained you. No, he didn't know. He didn't train me. Uh, I asked him for forever to train me, but he thought he would take it too hard on, or be too hard on me training. So um, I don't know if you ever heard of him, but his name is Keith Hart. And then um, there's another guy named Ron Davis. Uh, that Those two guys, uh, Keith Hart actually owned the, the wrestling show in McDonald's, Tennessee that I, I was working for. I started as a referee and then, then he trained me. Ron Davis trained me. Um, those are the two top guys. And then I had other guys that just came to train him to help out and stuff like that. But Keith Hart and Ron Davis, those are the two main guys. Those are, uh, those are some good guys right there. Yeah. I don't think I've had the pleasure to meet either one of them. I've only, the only place I can say that I worked in Tennessee is, um, I worked, uh, TWA and Pikeville. Yeah. So shout out to Buzz. Um, uh, and that's that's the only place in Tennessee that I have actually booked before at this point. Um, of course, uh, I always laugh about the one thing I can say about that. They have a high spots ring there. And then yeah. I think that is the best ring I've ever bumped in, in my life because I didn't feel like I ever, I mean, the bumps weren't nearly as bad. And don't get me wrong. We all know a bump is a bump. Mm-hmm. They're, none of them feel great, but it was less shocking on my system, I'd say, than yeah. most. Um, so, and you know, we, we, that bump card gets closer and closer every time you take one. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, 
But yeah, their their ring is pretty good. I like their ropes too, man. The they got some good ropes. Yeah, which is important, especially if you you want to spring off of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, and in my and not in the nine years I've wrestled, I've wrestled in some crazy rings, man. Crazy rings, rings that have a big old circle in the middle of the ring that's dented in. So when you hit the ring, you're going, and then like this this number when you're hitting the ropes. Yeah, it's crazy, but. Yeah, they got a good ring. I, I I was actually up there. Um, it was a couple. It was about a month or two ago, I think. Uh, I was actually thinking about going back here in the next month or so. I went up there with Cyrus and uh, Cyrus and Tork. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, both both really good workers. Oh yeah. Um, and Cyrus just got back from that tour. Too. He was in Japan, right? Yeah, he's uh, he's been in Japan a few times. I think he's. He's back for now. He's doing a little uh, little tour and down here, and then uh, and then I think he's going back. But yeah, he he went up there one time, and he he's been coming back, coming and going ever since then. I think that's that's so awesome too. Yeah, I've, I've I've watched him wrestle when I was just a little kid. Um, he was uh, he was up here in Dalton, Georgia, at this uh, show actually called TWA, but it was a different show at the time. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of you ever heard of that Doug Walkins TWA. In I know there's another TWA, but I, I did not know because uh, so, someone people ask when I would say TWA, I booked TWA. They were which one? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, at first I didn't know. I was like, I thought they were all just one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, but apparently that's why it's now important to say Pike went into that one. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I my promo, I made sure to say TWA Potwill Tim Potwill. A lot of people confuse it, but. And yeah, that's like the New South shows. There's apparently two New South shows, and I, I see everybody. There's a lot of confusion on Facebook about those. Yeah. Uh, there's one in Tennessee and then one in Alabama. Yeah, correct. How yep. you doing, boy? So, I guess, give me a wrestling story. Give me one of those crazy, funny stories. If you've got one that you've never told, let's hear, let's hear that one. Let's. Do you, um. The first one that popped in my head was, um, you want one of my own or one of that I've just been encounter with, I guess. Let's go one of your own. I want to hear something oh. genuine that's happened to you. Oh man. Well, all right. <laughs> this is back in uh, mine and Ethan Cage's party days, I guess you'd say. Um, I was see when I when I get when I when I get a few beers in me, I'm I don't know. I'm more of the the lovable type. I get, I go hug people and all this stuff or whatever. And, uh, so we were on our way to this show in Alabama and, uh, it's, it was like three hours, three and a half hours away. And we, as soon as we stopped by the store before we got on the interstate and I'm like, you know what? We got three hours. I'm going to grab a few beers. And we ended up stopping at a liquor store and I grab a small bottle of liquor and I go to, and I just drink it. I was like, I'll be good before the show. Be, be good before the show. I get to the show and three hours late or three hours later and uh, I'm tipsy. I'm gone. But and, and you know how the 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 main thing like the first thing you do when you walk into a locker room, you shake everybody's hand. That's the first thing and the last thing you do. Well, instead and instead 
I went in there. I, instead, I went and uh, shook a few hands, and then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm a hugger. Give me some hugs. And Ethan was so worried that we were going to get kicked out of this show. Like, <laughs> he was like, bro, I can smell that on you. And he's like, I thought you done had that gone hours ago. I, th- I feel like you'd be you'd be good by now. But no, I was hugging everybody. Hey, my name's Nate Wild. My name's Nate Wild. And uh, we thought we were going to get kicked out of that show. But in, we end up, um, like, Ethan was he got on my case that night because he was like, bro, you should have had your stuff together, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I know, I'm sorry. But uh, about 30 minutes after that conversation, a promoter for another show came up to us and asked to book us. And then two months later after that, we ended up becoming their tag champs and we wrestled that show for almost two or three years. And I was like, I don't know, that's one of my crazy, crazy stories I guess I'd have because I don't ever get like that before a show, but I thought I'd had time to sober up before a show. <laughs> I was like, because yeah. it was just a little small bottle. I was underestimating that bottle. But yes, yes. But yeah, we were like, we thought we were going to get kicked out of that show, ended up getting a booking, and, and then became tag champs. So I was like, hell yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> I, I was like, if I'd have been sober, do you think we'd have got that booking? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But. I don't know. I've seen some crazy stuff, but I've never really, never really been in some crazy stuff myself. I've just seen seen crazy stuff from a distance, and I'm like, damn, what is going on over there? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, there's um, there's some there's some crazy stories, man. But uh, Ron da- you know, uh, well, I mentioned Ron Davis earlier. Uh, me and him used to travel a lot. That was the first person that I went and traveled with. Um, Man, I wish I could remember some of the stories that he had because his his stories like he, he he started wrestling like in the in the seventies and eighties. So like you can only imagine his kind of the stories from those days, man. But. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've you know I've had the uh, time to listen to Mike Golden, and then I've listened to even with uh, the Undertaker. You know, I've heard his stories about you know him and Ron Simmons and. Um, all their guys that used to be, you know, um, running the roads together. And so the stories were just amazing. I mean, some of the stuff that happened back then, you know, the fact that, you know, Terry, I was listening to one where Terry, if I'm not mistaken, it was Terry Gordy that that was, uh, had gotten drunk and drove his car through the dealership because they wouldn't call him back. He drove through the glass window, got on top of the, his hood and peed on the guy's desk. Uh, (laughs) And didn't go to jail because when they called the police, they were like, well, it's Terry Gordy. It's Terry Gordy. <laughs> yeah. And so he, he got a pass based on his name at that point in time. So uh, that kind of tells you in the 80s what power wrestlers had. Yeah. I mean, if you were Ric Flair or some of those guys, you could almost get away with anything. Oh, yeah. I hear all kinds of stories about back in the day compared to now. It's like back in the, my day, we used to. We used to find us the girl. She used to pay for our hotel, buy our drinks and all this. I'm like, what? I was like, what <laughs> What life were you living in back in the day? Because you even so-called, like, go up to a girl nowadays, like, you know. But And uh, it's totally different from back in the day. But things were a whole lot different back then. Like, that's what I tell, I tell everybody all the time. Like, I wish I could time travel and start wrestling back then compared to now because, like, that's when it was more believable. Everybody, everybody believed that it was no, and that was the main. Other than football, that was the main sport right there was wrestling. Like everybody loved that shit compared to 
everybody loves it now, but everybody knows that it's fucking it's state. Oh, excuse me, it's staged, and uh, there's some there's some other things with it. But uh, but back in the day, everybody like there was not a soul that didn't believe that wrestling was was fake. So yeah, yeah, I love to have been back then. Yeah, and. <sighs> It, it is when when you had a lot of real guys that were just shooters, Dean Malenko, uh, mm-hmm. Harley Race. Um, those were legit guys that would tie you into knots if you talked back to them. So I yeah. mean, uh, that that's a little strange because when I first started in, um, I won't say which trainer, but I was I had one that, um, and I was I my beginnings was a MMA guy, so I've trained in Jeet Kune Do and uh, other combat arts. And we were in the ring and he was talking about, he was telling me with another guy about how you could bum rush you and knock you off. And I was like, well, and the other guy was like, hi, Rocky's about to show him exactly what's the difference between a real fight. And I was like, no, I'm just going to be respectful and smile and nod, you know, and, but, um, it, it is, but it is amazing. Some of the guys that forget their place and what, you know, yeah, and what they do uh, as far as the sports go, because but there's some legit guys that you know uh, that, that know their stuff, oh, yeah. and um, so I find that quite impressive. I, and in the same way, I kind of hate to see like I'm gonna always use the word R- Ronda Rousey. I think she ruined women's wrestling because she's legit, but she went through the whole division in three months and destroyed everybody and looked like clowns. Yeah. Uh, which really took away from wrestling, you know, to begin with. Um, and, and then after giving all that, she hasn't improved in the several years. She, she hasn't took any steps to actually improve her wrestling. She's done the same stuff from day one that she's her judo, you know, from till now. So yeah. as soon as her and Shayna Baszler's done with, I'll be glad to see her back out of the sport. Is, so. Yeah, that's too man. Shayna Bla- I've always I've always been a top Shayna Baszler fan rather than a Ronda Rousey fan. Anyways, like I don't know, there's just something about Shayna that that for, I don't know. It's just it's fierce. She learned she learned how to work the art. She she is fierce. She has a legit mean streak, but she learned how to be a pro wrestler in the same instance. Yeah, and so um, so I do love that. Oh yeah. Um, as far as uh, if Nate Wilde had to pick three guys, and they could be from any era that he wanted to wrestle, that was kind of his dream list. Who would those three guys be? Um, I'd have to go with uh, one you already mentioned, Dean Malenko. Uh, two, Christopher Daniels, and. And AJ, I have to. I was going to not. I was trying not to say AJ because I said Christopher Daniels, but but yeah, that's that's AJ's always been my top favorite, anyways. But I just learned. Okay, I t- okay. Can I switch my answers? Yeah, sure. You can switch right. anything you want to. Kurt Henning instead of Dean Malenko, AJ, and Christopher Daniels. Because when I first started uh, as a referee, training as a referee, a lot of uh, like. I watched a lot of AJ because I liked his flips, but I liked how Christopher Daniels was groundwork and had a psychology, but I loved Kurt Hennon's, like, selling. And I'm an overseller. Like, I love to try to make the other person's, like, everything he does, I want to make look beautiful. So, like, 
that's what Kurt Hannon did, man. He oversold everything, <laughs> but it made everybody made everybody look good, and that's just and he's Mr. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, but Dean Malenko, I've I've always loved his technical style, but but yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Mr. Perfect. Okay. Can I have that, please? Um, if you had, if you had to name the goat, who's the goat in pro wrestling for you? Oh man. Shoot. Currently or like just all in all, all together. Oh, I'd say all, all together. If, if, you, if it had to end the day with you naming one person, that was the uh, very best. Man, I want. I'm gonna say Sean Michaels. I I would agree with that. To me, to me, he might have had you know dirty past and shady ways back in the day, but he was still one hell of a worker and and would do any. Even then, he he was still so like so. Yeah, Sean Michaels, man, he was. He's always the greatest, in my opinion. Triple H, he took the easy way out. He went and got with the boss's daughter. <laughs> but Shawn Michaels, <laughs> Shawn Michaels worked for that shit. Yeah. Even yeah. for somebody. I agree. You're, you're kind of, I think you're reaching your signal strength a little bit, though. You're starting to block you up a little bit there from where you're at. A little bit of lag from you. Yes, hold on just a moment. We've kind of, he froze up there for us. So technical difficulties do occur in live streaming. It's okay. It happens. We just work through them. Yep. Yep. Here he comes. He's back in and you're back. There we go. So we, we love technology, but uh, it doesn't necessarily love us all the time. We're good. Yep, you're going to come back in. So I'm going to take just one quick second, and we're going to take like a 15-second break and show some of our sponsors here. Everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows something about it. And I won't answer now. Who, what, where, where, why? See, a lot of dudes like to act the fool now. You don't lie, but that ain't my style. Now who he going to get? And what he going to do? Run up on me if you want to. All right, guys, and we appreciate all that support. Big shout out to everyone that's on there, especially Coosa Valley News, who just joined with us uh, in V3. Uh, man, we got some crazy stuff coming up with some of these guys. Um, Nate, you actually were in one of the V3 magazines not too long ago. Um, last year's, uh, when they had superstars, they put a article up, I think, uh, UI, Kamikaze, and... Um, Hero. Zero, yeah. Oh, yeah, that all... was uh, Superstars, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Superstars. Oh, yeah. So, I so, yeah, so we appreciate those guys. Those were some of the best photos I've saw in quite some time. Oh, yeah, those were pretty good. I think I actually got, yeah, I think Zero sent me those, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But I was looking for them for the longest after that, and it, it took me a while to actually get them. 
but uh but yeah those are some good some good photos but um who was that said did you name the name v3 and so they're a uh publication here in rome georgia that does an excellent uh visual marketing job as far as uh uh i'll you know i'll see if i think i have some of those those actual physically printed and i'll actually see if i can get you one of those i'll put the make myself a note to see if i've gotten one of those for you heck yeah because um well as far as uh let's see when do you book to klt next you got any kind of do we yeah. know when that's coming uh august 5th it's supposed to be uh, uh me and chris lightning again uh the house of gold or whatever their tag name is I really the goal. don't care to, to remember their tag name. I, I don't. I actually refer to those the Golden Girls, but the Golden Girls, know, <laughs> yeah, the Golden Girls. I, yeah. I, I can't, I can't take anybody serious wearing a golden robe, but you know. But uh, I, I came out there to call out Ethan Cage once and for all, and uh, and then Ryan Marks ended up coming out and doing his thing. Uh, figured he'd take take me on, and he ended up having. Uh, <laughs> up coming out later on that match and, and spearing me back and which led for <coughs> which led for the golden girls to get their win uh <laughs> but but yeah it's supposed to uh, chris lightning actually stay for that night and uh no matter what kind of beef me and him's had in the past he actually came came to my safety so we're gonna have a tag match august 5th <laughs> against uh ryan marks and uh i don't know the other guy's name yeah well, going back, actually, I think it's Superstars. It was you and uh, um, Beauty and the Beast versus Games and the Lightning, right? That was yep. the main, or one of the, one of the, I guess, the, as far as the tag team title, that was, I think it was for the tag team titles. Yeah, was, I think that's when, yeah, that's when we actually won the tag titles, I do believe. Uh, we were running, we were, we had a little thing with them for quite a few months. Uh, it went from Chatsworth, Georgia, to there, to to Rome, Georgia, to Lafayette, Georgia, a few other places. Man, they just uh, and then they finally decided to do what Ethan's doing now. Pretty much uh, attacking me from behind. They, I think, they injured my arm last year or a couple years yeah, ago. I do remember that. Your arm was injured at that time. So yeah, yeah. So I do remember then the night that you got some retribution because uh, Dan's. And his smart ass had a big red eye that where your foot landed across his face. Oh yeah, and that's so, probably that drop kick we were talking about earlier. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we can we can all appreciate that event happen. So, um, but uh, but yes, uh, August fifth, and then um, I don't, I'm not sure what the next date is. I think it's not. I want to say the nineteenth, but I could be mistaken. But, but yeah, I'm trying to trying to come over there in your territory. Uh, they, I've been uh, been associating with Primetime Management and uh, been talking to them. Just waiting on waiting on the okay. Um, you know, you'll definitely have to move over there. I, I'm not with Primetime anymore, so. Oh, you're not. Uh, okay. I'm no, no. That. Uh, oh, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, no hard feelings. I hope them. I hope they have the best. And uh, but. I, I'm kind of like you guys. I'm free agent, so uh, uh, K, I'm at KLT right now, currently. And uh, but you know, 
whether it be deep south or uh boaz for mickey henry i kind of go wherever wherever i get booked to at this point yeah um so yeah that's good shout out to old eric eric what is it eric adams eric adams eric adams me and eric had a long talk recently and so much respect for those guys uh actually if i can find it this would be a good time to i want to show you something if i've got it on here i may not so may have to do that later let's take a look and see if i have this available I think this might be it here. Let's see if I can present this. I got a bounty on my head, they wanna take me out. I got a pocket full of glitches, circus shorting out. They say the truth will set you free, but freedom's everything you pay for. Sacrificing time just to stay alive and waste more. The reaper coming, it's spooky season on the block. And you know seasons change, but I'm still running off of the clock. They say I'll never make it, just let them know I'm never stopping. Absolutely awesome, yeah. So again, good, uh, good definition. Why you are the human highlight reel? <laughs> yeah, that's one of my uh, one of my most recent videos right there. I've been trying to add more to it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It was good. It's a good job. I did enjoy that one. Um, yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> so, well, I guess. Uh, Let's let's get. Do you does your finisher? Do you, have you named it? It does it have a trademark name? The missile. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's called the titanium missile dropkick. Um, back in uh, 2015, it was it was actually it was, I think it was actually two days before my my anniversary, but uh, 20, or my year anniversary, 2015. I, I, I broke I broke my leg doing a back uh, backflip. I backflip off the top rope. I landed on my feet and I twist and I grabbed the rope and twisted and broke my tibula and my fibula. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. When, uh, after six months of that and they put a titanium rod in my leg and 
and uh, I was like, it's the, it's the missile drop kick, but I got a titanium rod in my leg, so call it the titanium missile. So, like, when I hit them, it was somebody else that used to use a gimmick like that, but it was like they had a steel plate in their hand or forearm or something, and mm-hmm. they do that, but uh, I can't remember who it was. It was Lex Luger. Lex Luger? I believe it was Lex Luger that had one in his after his motorcycle accident in mm-hmm. his left forearm. Yeah, and he used for a while. He would use that. Well, he would hit him in the. He would do a running thing. Hit him with that arm. Yeah, I was wondering. It was during his heel heel error. Okay. So I believe that was it. Um, that you're probably referring to. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's a good. That's good using it. You you know using a negative to actually add to your career, Mm -hmm. making a positive. So you know, sell everything you got. Oh yeah. uh, so yeah, well, um, do you have any new T-shirts, any new merch that you want to prop? You know, tell us about that. And if so, and also, how can they find Nate Nathaniel Wild on social media or anywhere you want to be followed? Um, inst- uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's, it's Nathaniel Wild, and um, my T-shirts. I've got physical T-shirts that I've been uh, selling at shows. Um, and then, but on the, the website that I've been using is, um, storefront tier, but apparently according to some customers, it's been down for a few months and they haven't been able to get their product. So, um, so I, I haven't been trying to suggest storefront tier until they get that worked out, but yeah, storefront tiers, they were good at first. That's what I've been using for about a year and a half or so. And then all of a sudden people's not getting their order. So. But I've been told to go to pro wrestling tea. So pro wrestling tea is probably where I'm going. Probably where I'm about to put my put my shop at. Well, I'll do you one better. There is a of course it's not online, uh, but this is something I would suggest to you that I've done is open your own Etsy store. Mm-hmm. Keep uh, and that'd be one thing because you and then I go to high voltage here in Rome, Georgia. Okay, um, yeah. and he does an excellent job, but. You will the, the bad part is you got you buy you have to buy about twenty five shirts at one time, but you buy those and then sell them for about twenty bucks a piece. You, you'll come out just fine. And now with Etsy, I do shipping, so if they have to have them shipped, it's twenty five, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be my thing is uh, talk to High Voltage Jason Linsdale there. Uh, just tell him I told you to give him a call. He'll help you out, and you'll get a much better quality shirt and. Uh, You'll you'll probably do a little bit better in the profits end of it as well too. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Um, is that the one who did the superstars t-shirts that one year? He did do the superstars shirts. He did. Uh, he's done zeros shirts, and he's done every line of my t-shirts. Okay, so he's the only one that's touched my line. That's pretty good quality. Yeah, uh, been meaning to come to Rome shopping. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to get with us one night more. Maybe we can drag zero and well, we can hit the town and uh, grab something to eat and everything. And kind of, if you need to introduce some, find some of these people, we'll talk about it and help you out there. Get you connected. But, um, well, let's close this out. But what I want you to close this out with is I want Nate Wild to completely pull all that out. And I want you to do what happen. I want you to release your character. Let's let's tell Ethan Cage exactly when he sees the how that's going to end. 
Well, this Saturday you talking about? This Saturday. Let's give it for this Saturday. This Saturday, man. RCW Renegade Championship Wrestling and and uh, at the Tabernacle in Chatsworth, Georgia. Um, I'm going to have to set six-plus years of friendship aside and think about the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is the fact that my best friend for eight-plus years has put a knife in my back every time I decide to turn around, you know? So this Saturday, it's, it's all coming to an end, man. I hope, uh, fingers crossed, because he's followed me from here to there to there, everywhere to uh, put an attack on me. He doesn't want to show up. He doesn't want to answer my texts, my calls. I've been trying to message him all week and figure out what's happened at this last KLT show. But this Saturday, it's probably not going to be a wrestling match. Um, I'm probably going to have to set my feelings for him aside and and put up a fight. I feel like that's what it's going to be this Saturday is a fight because that's what he has proven to proven the show is a fight. He wants to fight, and brothers fight sometimes. Sometimes they make it out in one piece sometimes they don't but there is a size advantage but i'm not going to hold that to me i'm going I'm to do what i can and i'm going to i'm going to defend my own like we talked about earlier brother it's a, uh, it's time to focus on myself there's a new road ahead and i'm i'm on i'm going to take it to the end absolutely that's probably one of the best promos i cut right there man i don't know about <laughs> it sounds good ethan cage from what i just heard you're going to be in trouble he's like Nathaniel Wilde is just going to add you to the highlight reel. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, from 12 Gauge Uncut, Nathaniel Wilde, we appreciate you coming on. We'll look Thank forward you, to sir. doing this sometime again in the future. Absolutely, man. All right, guys. Until then, we'll pay attention Saturday. I'll surprise, or well, excuse me, Sunday, that I'll tell you who else is coming next. But no, you're not going to find out today. So until next time, 12 Gauge Nation. Be good. Yes, sir.